0: We got beat by Slaughter Rule yeah. to a church team. By the church boys. And, and girls. girls. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I, th- in fact, that's. They the had the first- power of
1: God on their side, bro. <laughs> that's,
0: that's That's not the life you want to live. That's not, not the bud. life I chose, man. What Ooh. life did you choose? I chose this Gearbuds life, bro. He chose the Gearbuds life. He was my did decision. the Gearbuds, it was his decision. <laughs> Gearbuds Podcast!
1: Yeah. What did he
0: yarl it at the yarl. end? Of Gearbuds podcast, episode 167. Kind of an ugly number. Yep. Just kind of a We gotta get through it, you know? <laughs> you can't,
1: Sometimes you can't the ugliest say no. numbers are our
0: best episodes. Dude, why I'm don't we say. why don't we just start picking our favorite numbers that go completely haywire? Should no we? real rhyme or reason. Yeah. We'll just fuck it all up. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. I'm Henry. That's Dave. Hey. This is our show that we do, and it's called Gearbuds, and this is an episode of it. Let's dive in the Symphony of Corrections. Here's your weekly reminder that cables are don't Tubes. I was gonna try to mess with you if you jumped in but I no just I totally stupid. forgot I was smacking my lips to this delicious with, beer that, with that little Pilsner over there uh, thank you for listening to this thank you for being here Dave with me I'm Thanks. happy to make this podcast for with you me. I'm happy to make it for the world with you follow us on the stuff subscribe on the stuff email us at the stuff gearbudspodcast at gmail.com and guess what if you reach out to us we might shout you out like I I'm gonna do right now because yeah? we had a really nice message sent to us on Instagram and I just oh. wanted to to share, to read it Uh, From our friend Emmett uh, on Instagram, and he wanted to say, yo, love your show. I listen every week. Wow, thanks. I love the beefers, which, I mean, I I, don't know if I needed to hear that, because now we're going to start doing two hours. I feel like we've just gotten longer form just in general, but there's so much to talk about. It's a lot. Uh, Rock and roll for keeping it real and being cool gear dudes instead of lame ones. Lots of cliche macho energy in the guitar world, and it's refreshing to have a plain, cool, and real down-to-earth approach to the topic. Wow. Tone tubes for life. Agree more, damn dude. Then he says, Big ups for sticking to such a strict schedule, by the way. Way to commit. I mean, how that's how nice we haven't. Is that? I will pat ourselves on the back, we haven't missed a week in a fucking it's been a long time. time. Dude. And uh, he also wanted to say, and, the, and we've talked about him before, that he was the man who sent me that DoD effects delay and asked ah. if there wasn't a Father update. Which I'm there have been a few more acquisitions, we've, the since prices since then. have gotten higher, that's for that's sure. That's the thing, the pedal, the those. What used to be fifty dollar pedals are often hundred or hundred and fifty dollars yeah. now. So I'm yeah, just it's like, not as
1: like uh, cheeky to buy one now. You yeah, know?
0: it was kind of I, I wasn't actually planning on ever using all of them. Yeah. Even if I got all of them, but now it's like it's just not as fun to collect. So I'm 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 my point being I'm gonna let that cool down a little bit before I start mm-hmm. buying more. It's still on my radar the as always. Is hot. Right now. I, I'll add that I pretty much every time I play electric guitar through that rig over there, uh, with the pedal board, I do use that. Crummy old Dod digital delay because it does this really like nasty f- cool digital delay sound that I don't. You have can't get anywhere else. else.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of why people love them. I think they have a unique thing. So, so thanks, thanks I mean, Emmett. That's I mean, fucking awesome. You know, it's refreshing yeah. to hear that too. Uh, just. You know, yeah, we don't. You know, we're not trying to be macho gear dudes or anything like that. We're not trying to claim that we know everything, dude. I'm gonna turn up my macho factor. <laughs> just, yeah. our egos are getting huge. <laughs> yeah. As as I'm thinking about it, my head's going. We're just like gonna start flexing. But no, it is. You know, and episode. and we, we use a lot of bro science, and we we uh, we ask questions to ourselves a
0: lot, and we try to correct ourselves when we're wrong. But uh, thank you, man. That means a lot. I appreciate that note. That's fucking cool. I know, real nice, right? Uh, I also saw this, and I think I might have even sent it to you in the stinger, and wanted to mention here in the. Uh, the old I don't remember where I saw it. It was in one of the meme pages or something, but it was a, a screen, like an actual photo of a magazine interview article with Eddie Van Halen. It was a photo of an article that where he was talking about his guitars, and I thought that this was worth sharing yeah, with, please. Our, with our friends because stuff. it's it's pretty good. He said, um, the question was, I guess there was, there was this – oh, let me take a step back. There was this sort of – there had been this rock and roll myth, myth that Eddie Van Halen – When he would get a guitar, would like throw it against the wall or was known for being really abusive with them, really expected a lot of his instruments, specifically his signature instruments. And so the question from the interviewer was, were you secretly hoping that you'd be able to destroy it? And he goes, no, no. I mean, even when I was with Peavy, guitars would show up in stores or even to me with loose necks on this or that. So I went to Peavy and said, give me a Wolfgang. And I took the whole fucking guitar part right there in the board meeting with Hartley Peavy sitting there, the owner of the company. I took the neck off, took the pickups out, took it all apart, then put it back together the way I would. Then I grabbed the guitar and I threw it across the fucking room and it hit the <laughs> ground. I go, go pick it up. The guy picked it up and it was perfectly in tune because the strings were stretched properly. The neck was tight. Everything was the way it was supposed to be. I just looked at them and said, now tell me it's because of shipping. It ain't fucking shipping. You guys just aren't setting them up right. Oh damn! Attention dude. to detail. It blew their fucking minds. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love. Damn, that. I loved. I loved. I want. I. I really want to find the rest of that article and read yeah. it because wow, that though. Did they, like, they didn't post where that was from? Or no, anything? it was you know, it was, it was like, a, like a just blurb. a little blurb and a meme sort of deal, dude. Some some yeah. Meme page. Yeah, man.
1: It it goes to say though, man. You know, take it apart and put it back together. You know, it's. It, well, it's cool that he
0: was, I mean, and we all know like his original guitars, he was the one mod modding mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. But it's just cool to hear that when you, there are a lot of players who, you know, maybe don't know how to even change the strings on their guitar or whatever. So it's like the, like one of the greatest of all time could go in, in the room with the people who made it and be like, here's how you do it better. Yeah. So yeah. EVH just goes to show. Fuck yeah. that you. guy. All right. Uh, did you hear, uh, as we're talking about Boomer Rock, uh, there's a new Ozzy Osbourne record i don't think i did yeah and i've got to talk about it for a minute because i heard one of the songs and it's interesting so first of all <laughs> is this
1: a bfi or a gfi
0: look it's ozzy i'll say that it's you uh, he's know, a god right but i mean just the music yeah uh, mm, i mean it's fine it sounds like ozzy you okay know? yeah it's like it's fine but here we go First music, uh, first new music, and I, I, this was surprising to me. His first new music in two years. I didn't know that he put out new music two years ago. But, uh, it's his 13th solo album called Patient Number Nine. Uh, but here's check this out. It's got a little bit of an all star ensemble. They haven't released the official credits yet, but word on the street, they're gonna have some big names. Is there. that well, this particularly the song I heard, and then this this record in general. Uh, Chad Smith on the drum kit. I mean. He's got he's got Chili Pepp behind the skins. <laughs> uh, check this out, freaking Zach Wild coming back in the mix, yeah, which he man. hasn't played with. Uh, I think he calls him like the boss or something yeah. in a while. <laughs> and Rob Trujillo on bass oh nice, wow, coming back into the mix with the the metal world. Uh, there's word that uh, on group, other man. songs uh, on the record feature Clapton, blah, uh, Tony Iommi, Duff McKagan mike mccready and apparently they even tried to get jimmy page but were not able to oh here's the thing though check this out dude the song the first song that came out i again they don't have credits with the music so you don't know exactly except there is a guitar solo on the song and it is from freaking jeff Beck. oh wow yeah oh shit ozzy single has a solo from jeff Beck on it of all people i don't think i would have guessed it you know it sounds like something you know it sounds like a strat for sure yeah it also sounds like I don't know how to say it other than sort of a a mixture of both Jeff Beck and what you would expect a solo on an Aussie song to sound like, but like neither of them are as good as they would be if they had just been themselves, yeah,
1: yeah, I know what you mean
0: it was still exciting that that happened, so I was i, I just felt like we must share that. I'm surprised you
1: put out a record because at the end of that, um so a so e biography I believe it was did it did an Aussie doc, which I watched. God, I don't know. It might have been a year ago or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and it was, uh, it was good. It was excellent, Doc. Um, I gave it a very high rating. But I would say towards the end when they catch up to him, you know, he like he's fought cancer and like he's gone through a, a lot, lot of stuff, yeah. In you know, that aphasia. and on top of just like you know his drugs and alcohol and all that. Of course, um, I'm amazed that he, because I knew he had that new album from when that Doc came out like mm. a couple years ago. But to see him do another one even is like, wow. Because I think at the end of that doc, he was like, yeah, I'm hanging it up. Like, I, I don't have anything left. Well, he, he found
0: something Fuck left yeah, in man. the tank. So I there's love more it, Ozzy dude. coming. Go off swing. Dude, speaking of oldies making music, did you see any of the maca at Gloustonbury Mate, I saw he played with Grohl. So did you watch it? No, I didn't watch the performance. That was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Just not mentioned. Interesting. That if no, seen, so you know, I watched two songs. I've seen the articles, and I I just for some reason didn't click the video. I don't know why. For I don't know why I did today, but it actually last minute made the sure it was great. Because, right. Well, okay. So I watched two songs. I got a feeling, mm-hmm. which I I don't know if you saw the headline for or the link for that one, but it's I got a feeling featuring John Lennon from, from the rooftop. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So he like they play along to yeah. his vocals from that, which was. Cool and probably powerful if you were there. And how did you not? I have you not uh, given me the accent yet, by the way. Like, what would what would say on stage during "I Got a Feeling"? I'm gonna bring up a friend. (laughs) His name's John. Everyone goes crazy. And then the song kicks in. That's how I'm sure that's how he did it. I got a feeling. Yeah. Uh, So that was interesting. I saw he was playing a Les Paul. He played a Lester with a weird custom finish on it. So I don't. I'm I'm assuming it's like for the for the kids or something. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't really tell. But then to your what your original point that you made, Dave Grohl he does, uh, Band on the Run.
1: Oh yeah, which is kind of like he did that for the for the Obamas uh, when he did the White House thing, which is one of my favorite performances. Oh really?
0: Of Dave Grohl playing that song. Yeah, with with paul's band with abel boreal jr on drums mm-hmm. oh yeah that's right it was the band uh but check this out uh did you happen to, you didn't watch it though right not really i saw I some didn't really clips like, it that like much. those mini reels and stuff Grohl but plays a cool what looks to be vintage dan electro which really? I thought was an interesting him. I did choice see that in for the photo, yeah. Because he didn't use the Dave Grohl guitar. Not the Dave Grohl guitar and, you know, to to take this like pawn shop American guitar yeah. from back then and bring it over to the over to the UK in yeah. Glastonbury. Uh also Paul was playing what I it, I don't think it didn't look like the original one, but it, like the uh he was playing the hof with mm-hmm. the spread out pickups, which I guess that's more of like the cavern yeah. style one. Uh but it didn't I don't think it, it looked newer. To, yeah, I couldn't. It tell. might have been a for that type of show you might have been he's a, got a lot of mesas show. behind him and he's, a lot of he's uh, been a mesa guy Pete for a Cornish long time stuff i noticed too oh really
1: yeah yeah he's been a mesa guy for as long as i can remember mm-hmm. him doing solo stuff and that like, 400 plus yeah and then the cabs are always up on stage and stuff um so, yeah that's fucking awesome I and mean, i i did see that girl had like the uh he drew like a t on his on his hand to kind of for for, uh, oh, Taylor. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he kind of like points at it at one okay. point. It's pretty cool. It was kind of touching because uh, that's, nice. that's his first time on stage since uh, the. Oh, wow! So that was a big deal for a lot of like Foo Fighters fans and stuff. Great! Like wow, so, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, and he looked like he was having a good time up there. So he did. Hopefully, he comes back and uh, graces
0: us Played with that his Dano. musical presence. Uh, one last thing here on the symphony that I because this is a, a matter of. I don't know. I feel like the symphony is a, a matter for some grab bag and corrections, but I also for gear stuff too because yeah. it's a gear show. And and you brought your guitar over today, Dave. I did. And and I feel like maybe we should just talk about you it right get now. Before, into it we now? Get, before we get into a doc. Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, some people. What know. happened? What's going on? So
1: I've got a uh, an early six early mid sixties Gibson LGO, which is my acoustic. Guitar. Really, technically, my only acoustic. I have that other like uh, that Korean Hof. Uh, that Korean Martin copy, yeah. Well, I have the Dean? blue one, that's the Johnson. Oh, Johnson, but I don't even that thing's unplayable. But then I bought, remember, I bought the uh, oh, it's the, like a Martin that's, copy. Right, that's
0: right, the uh, lawsuit guitar, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's fine, that's a good, like, if I'm going out, you know, totally. I don't want to bring Knock the Gibson. Around. Well, the Gibson's not doing very good, right? No, now, she's right. not. I broke it out the other night, uh, probably a couple nights ago, and it's got like the wood is cracked in multiple places. It, I mean. To where the panel in the back is almost like one of the pieces is coming off.
0: Yeah, so like the back the back of the guitar seems to be doing I don't know if big, I'd say the worst. The top isn't so great either. The, but the top's got a has nice crack big, in it. Some big cracks going. Um, and, and and
1: I know a brace fell out of it. Yeah, you can see that. You know, uh, probably a couple years ago. And I just kind of, I didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I probably should have at the time. Uh, you know, it, partially I feel bad. I feel like I may have neglected the guitar. I play it all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't keep it, you know, humid- humidified. I don't. And let's uh, be clear
0: also, when you got it, it had already lived so, a couple lives. So
1: what I will say is when I got this guitar... It was one of the coolest finds I ever found because I, I go on Craigslist 2010 and I had just bought the 62 P base. So I was ha- I was on a streak. Mm. I think I even had the 75 P. So I was I think I, you did I was yeah. scoring gear for like really good prices and it popped up Gibson Acoustic $25 on Craigslist and the guy left a phone number. So I called. I'm like eating cereal and I was like, yo, I'm coming to get it right now. Like, where mm-hmm. are you? He was even in like the neighborhood next to mine. So I had wow. just a quick drive over there. I got it with a chipboard case. The case was just pure mildew. I threw that out immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he said he was about to throw it in the dumpster. It was in his basement when he moved in. I don't even think he owned the guitar. He was a nice guy. So he just hands it over for the 25 bucks we agreed upon. He goes, man, this thing must be worth a lot because I'm getting like, I had to take down the ad because everyone's like calling me and lighting me up about this thing. So I go, I, I take it out of the case and the back is like. Almost like a bubble, dude. Like, yeah. it was completely unplayable. The strings were completely smashed down to the uh, to the fretboard. You couldn't strum a note on it. So I took it to Rock and Roll Vintage, and I had the guy, Ben, who I don't, I'm not sure if he works there anymore at the time. Uh, I just said, dude, whatever you can do. I got this thing super cheap, so I'm willing to put some money into it. Let me know. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, Jesus. You know, this is going to probably take like six weeks Yeah, because they have to heat treat it. They've got to let it sit. They've got to do all these new, gradual all new bracings and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's fine. And he had it forever. And when I got that fucking thing back, dude, let's just say I've never had it set up again since. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a perfect fucking guitar. Um, well, now, I was trying to play a little higher up, and I was like, man, the strings are kind of Yeah, there's, kinda some, there's definitely
0: something going on with the neck. And then, and the we, and just and then I started looking
1: at it closer, and yeah. I'm like, gosh, this thing is really fucked up.
0: Um, so that being said remember i'm in ballpark about how much the repair was back then? only like
1: maybe 200 bucks i think maybe 180 even like it wasn't much so let's 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 get into it are you
0: thinking do you like what's your do you want to get it repaired i've made a decision
1: i'm i'm just gonna get it repaired okay because here's my thing i love
0: this fucking guitar
1: it's got a really like kind of skinny neck skinny neck people don't know like the lgo is like a smaller student size Mm -hmm. guitar it's kind of comparable to like the, like the Bob Dylan, like Martin, you know, the double uh, the O or whatever. That sort is. of.
0: Yeah. Somewhere, it, the body's a little bigger than a double O, but the neck is sort of. Yeah. It's got, it's really right, it's got neck, a really skinny neck. Yeah.
1: And it's, you know, because like compared to like the other acoustic I have, that thing's neck is huge. Mm-hmm. Or any other Gibson, you know, acoustics I've played. So anyways, I fucking love how it feels. I, I can play things on that guitar that I can't play on other guitars. And like for me, that's just. That's it right that's there. That's it. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm going, well, I could put money towards another guitar. But then I have a broken guitar. What am I going to do? Hang it on the wall? Mm. Like, that's not... I would almost feel bad or, you know... A Dave's what, Hanger. Get, yeah, really. Or, like, give it to somebody. Like, I, it's not really that playable. It's it's still playable, I will say, up and to, the like... And the cowboy chords. Maybe the cowboy chords, yeah. maybe up to the sixth fret, something around there. Um, and, you know, I'm just more of a power chord guy anyways. so I kind of need all that all that runway, but... Yeah, it's uh, fun. It's fun to be
0: able to go up to, like, the twelfth fret. It is, you know, guitar.
1: and just... And right up there and just kind of come up with new ideas. So, anyways, I've decided... I don't really fucking care what it's going to cost. I'm going to get it fixed. I just I need to find someone who's going to be happy to fix it because, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a few people I'll take it to, and they might be like, "Dude, I'm not touching that thing."
0: Well, it's going. It's you and I were talking about this a bit earlier, but it's going to. This is a little bit beyond just like your standard guitar tech like there is yeah. there's some luthiery involved absolutely in this. there's dude. some actual work going on it might need like wood might inserted need new braces. into it yeah. it might need a new back if they think it's too cracked I'm, i think you should be able to glue it back to, as far as i can see but i'm no luthier i so will also say what i've never seen which
1: you said you've seen before and i've never seen this and i didn't notice this until the other night and that's when i texted you the next day and i was like dude the the fucking sound hole is like caving in which I don't I don't think I've ever seen it almost yeah. looks like it was stepped on but I, it almost looks warped like uh, from heat or dryness or that's something the,
0: yeah well, I, that's the thing when wood dries out it it's it's not uniform anymore it's yeah. like the cells sort of move around and shit. yeah I, I, I've had that happen to me on a, on a guitar and before I, And I but what I'm, I'm most sad about is how the rosette seems to be getting kind yeah. of fucked up because yeah. of it which is like that's a whole other sort of separate inlay process
1: so I was, I was talking to the wife and I'm kind of like look I think I'm just going to I don't care like what it costs. Like I, mm-hmm. I, like right now an LGO in like great shape, it's almost a thousand bucks, right? I'm not. Hopefully, now I don't have to spend a thousand dollars to fix it. I wouldn't think so. But you know, I'm thinking five, six, seven hundred. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm willing to do that because. I'm not going to just buy another guitar and then like throw this thing in the
0: trash. Well, road. that's the alternative, right? Like you would need to do you do? still need an acoustic guitar. And that's why I wanted to bring this up with you and,
1: and and for the people listening and if you've ever been in this situation, what do you do with like a guitar that just becomes so unplayable? Especially what do acoustic. you do What do you do with a broken the gu- guitar?
0: Exactly. Uh, you know, on it, that's that's a great question. You <laughs> have to decide what if the juice is worth the squeeze. I've got that what actually I might be, might not be having that guitar for much longer but there's a silver tone acoustic over there that, right. or harmony that's over there and it's a great guitar it's so clean but it needs a neck reset yeah. am I, I i've been on this sort of fence am i willing to like just pass it on and sell it for cheap or see if somebody like who yeah. knows how to fix them or then you do, or you ch- spend several hundred bucks and, and get the neck reset the
1: thing that makes me sad about that approach for for this for my specific guitar is thinking man if i Sold this for cheap to somebody who fixed it up and they got it fucking running perfect. And then I can't I don't get to play it anymore. Mm. That makes that makes my heart hurt. So I've decided after thinking about it and and not even having the money to fix it I'm just gonna get it fucking fixed. Like I don't I care.
0: I agree with you. And the unfortunate reality too is that the longer it sits, you know, I know. the more worse potential it I've has. I thought to about to even like I
1: don't even know worse. if I should just like take the tension off the strings or anything like that. Because it's it's pulling pretty hard on the I, bridge. I if right it now.
0: was mine, I would because the bridge is lifting. I think I'm going to. So but not all the way. No, just, just like loosen them. Just detune. It, like, yeah, yeah. Like if you were gonna like go for a flight so, or something.
1: That being said, um, there's there's a couple places I have yeah, what you thinking. Um, well, I know for a fact, uh, uh, my good buddy Paul, old friend of the show, mm-hmm. used to buy Gibsons and flip them all the time. He's had like he's had like six or seven Gibson acoustics, mm-hmm. and he's taken almost every single one to Fretworks up okay. in, in Ravenswood, yeah. um, and he swears by them. So, and he's had some that were like unplayable when he got them. Like one that was like even like fucked up in the mail, like it got damaged, and you know the seller like took a little money back, but. Basically, the point is he had to have it like completely redone. Oh, dude,
0: yeah, our good buddy James Pepper, a former guest, uh, when he's in town, he works out of that yeah. shop too. Oh, he wow! Had, he, and he's he's told me like when I've asked him like, hey, will you look at the, this guitar for me? He's like, yeah. oh, me, I don't have time, but you know, right. I one hundred percent yeah would say so if anyone take it to fretworks.
1: I will. So I do trust those guys because I've seen their work, um, and and hopefully they'll want to work on it because that's a hike for me to drive over there, but I'm willing to do it, is it. up on Lincoln. So uh, if they don't want to do it, then I might come down Lincoln and maybe drop it off at CME. I, I don't know. But the problem with CME yeah. is they've got specialists, but they have so many guitars coming in and out of there. I'm worried that they're they're not a repair shop necessarily. You, they, know, what I mean? you know,
0: I I might disagree a little bit. I, I've I, I've been able to see it closely, and I think that they have a do have a good, good repair shop. I I I wouldn't I just recommend that they're against too, them. Too busy. That, it's that's busy, what I would be worried. But about. I've also been so curious, to, and this isn't—I don't know either way—but I've just been—I've been curious to check out Shake Shack because I know a lot of people have good things to say about that place. So well, I've taken my—I've
1: taken my amps there. That's my go-to amp yeah. place. I've taken the Mark Bass there. They fixed it, cleaned it up um, for a good price. I don't know anyone who's taken an acoustic guitar there. Right. I know they worked on, or they couldn't find anything wrong with Charlie's Jazzmaster when it was making that mm-hmm. weird clicking noise. Other than that, I, don't um, know, I feel
0: like Fretworks might be the move. Honestly. I think I'm, I'm, really I'm going like to take it to Fretworks,
1: fretworks and yeah. I might I might do it next week just to see. I'm just going to be like, guys, I know this thing's messed up. Right. Um, I partially my fault. I, you know, haven't taken the best care of it. But I also had it in way worse shape 10 years ago when I bought it. And, and somebody fixed it up for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, Ben at Rock and Roll Vintage. I don't know if he still works there, but he fixed that guitar up. And I'm telling you, dude, that guy, he might be one of
0: the best ever uh, to
1: do it. Hopefully but you
0: can find a similar level of I'm, service. I'm thinking fretworks. I think I'm going to. You know, try I've been it. thinking actually, as you're saying this. One, I've done a couple times. I've had, had, I've taken a couple Martins to Third Coast. I was wondering about Third Coast because they are closer. And I thought of it because one time I had actually, I was, I bought a D35 from the 70s, and it came in way worse condition than it was supposed to have. Okay. It turns out they're the only certified right. vintage Martin Repair Shop or just Martin Repair Shop. I, I forgot guess, that, in yeah. Chicago. <clears throat> so I went there and they were able to actually give me the rundown of what it would need on the spot without actually committing to it so i could then get a river person blah, blah, yep. blah. but so the point is you know it is i feel like any luthier would be able to provide you at least with like a decent quote it is that thing right take the word
1: right it is that thing where you drop like you know you drop your car off and then they're like all right but it's in line to get looked at so you might as well yeah. just go home and wait for the call yeah and then you get that call and they're like well it's already here but it's also gonna be like a thousand bucks and you're like mm-hmm. dude i'm either gonna go back and pick it up you know, and it's like this shitty drivable condition or I'm just going to have to trust you guys to just do a good job. So hopefully they can take a look and be like, we're not touching this thing or we think it'll be between this mount and this amount.
0: I, it seems weird. I can't. It would be very strange if they said they wouldn't touch it. Like to, I, I'm yeah. looking at it. I mean, it's still like you said, it's still technically playable. It's right. just it needs some wood. It needs some. I bet it needs new, wood. Bracing. Need some new bracing. Need some glue. They might have to flatten out like you know take a take it apart and like flatten the top or yeah. something like that but but I, and i'm gonna i'm not gonna be in a rush i'm gonna be like yeah. guys I, I don't care if you have it for two months
1: like i would rather have it back at some point and pay a lot of money than have to go find another guitar i've got another acoustic i can play in it exactly meantime. so just play more fretless bass <laughs> <instead>. <laughs> i do need to work on my anything anything
0: today. anytime you'd be playing acoustic guitar just play fretless bass instead see how that goes oh man well thanks for letting me talk that out yeah. i uh,
1: yeah it's just been on my mind and honestly i you know
0: I feel good about where I you live. I feel landed. better about it. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're going to keep in the family. I mean, let's be honest. That guitar, when you get up close to it, it's it's pretty goofy looking, and that's part of the, one of the reasons I like yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah,
1: I, I think we we'll, maybe we'll use it for the picture. This we've got it because uh, we have to. It's got some funky like '70s, '60s, '70s artwork on there. that some funky I did mediano. not do, but uh, somebody drew all over the fuck. You know what you do too. get to do? What's that?
0: Dave's dance, Dave's dance, Dave's
1: dance. So I. So I, I was reluctant to watch this one because I think it's going to get a lot of hate. I think he told me I'm not going to like it. I think I think I don't think a lot of our fans are. Even oh, wow. What is care. it? Like well, fucking R. Kelly or some shit? Close. Oh. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> close. So Machine Gun Machine Gun Kelly came out with a new doc this week. His own? Yeah. Why? Because he has to tell his story. Oh, <laughs> all right. So go on. This, <laughs> motherfucker, this motherfucker. I'll be honest, man. Um. I, I so I I will I, I want to preface this by saying uh when he was like rapping like 3 or 4 you know 5 years ago stuff from like 2016 right, he was a rapper that's he right was a, okay. he was a really good rapper they were comparing him to Eminem I, and all this stuff
0: I've heard the I've heard the back and forth diss track situation yeah.
1: There. uh so he, he he's good I've seen him live on some like radio station mm-hmm. things where you know he's come into the studio and done stuff he's good um I don't care for his new vibe as much the pop punk he's in a pop punk he's got travis
0: barker backing him all he's the way got a siggy Sch- schecter pink guitar we'll get into it oh okay um
1: so he's got a new documentary out as well as a pink guitar it's called life in pink it's on hulu oh wow and it's it was a good doc um it's on hulu oh wow so yeah is, it's on so hulu it's, it, how long is it it's like an, I thought it was forty four minutes. It's an hour and forty four minutes.
0: Oh yeah. no! Yeah,
1: for some reason I didn't look at it right. Yeah. I was like, well, I was twenty minutes in, and I'm like, oh, this is half over already. This is great, and because uh, they're covering a lot right in the beginning, and I was like, all right, this is cool, brisk pace. And then I paused it and looked at the thing, and I was like, oh, there is like wow, a lot this of movie is feature left length. Here. Okay, so um, look, this guy gets a lot of hate, yeah, and I. I think I just want to stand up for him a little oh, bit. Man. he doesn't need you to stand up for him. He's
0: fucking dating Megan Kel- Megan Fox. I don't know. I heard they're on the rocks.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, man. Not according Uh-oh. to the doc, but uh, Mandy had some inside, you know. Uh, she pays attention some, to the gossip. Some gossip magazine going on. Um, I will say this. Uh, it opens with him. It opens with him finishing, like, his 2019 record or whatever, and he gets in his Aston Martin vanquish, mm, and he sparks a blunt, and he rips off, and he goes, I'm going to do 150 miles an hour.
0: <laughs> Which you're an asshole if you drive that fast, but also but why would you have a vanquish? And he's if you're smoking not a blunt, fast. driving
1: a vanquish. And Wait, gets, I
0: didn't think the vanquish was street legal.
1: Uh, It's whatever, like the V12 one is. Like, uh, the, yeah, the, maybe the DB12 or something. Okay. I don't know. It's a fucking sick car. Um, And he's just he's racing down the road, and he's like, oh, film- the Valkyrie is what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's filming himself, and he gets pulled over, and then they're like, we just pulled you over last week for the same fucking thing, man. Like, what's your fucking problem, you know? And like, he's smoking a blunt, like he just doesn't give a yeah. Fuck. I don't know, it was kind of a badass way to open it. I thought it was all right. The guy gets a lot of hate. He knows it. In the beginning intro, he's definitely poking fun at the fact of like all the people that hate him and like all the bloggers and all these fucking people who are reacting to his videos and reacting to his stuff mm-hmm. being like, You're not a fucking musician, you're a fucking poser, and like all this stuff. And I, I think he's the most hated guy in the music industry right now.
0: Aside from like our uh, Kelly. For someone that's like, that doesn't have
1: like, for a for someone real who really reason. didn't do anything wrong. I mean, uh-huh. You know, the guy's never, I mean, according to his self-made documentary, <laughs> hasn't really like, you know, I don't think he's ever like, you know, sexually harassed anybody or like done anything sure. like, like heard serious, anything any like allegations, that. like there's nothing like hanging over his head. So the hate is strictly coming from the fact that he used to be a rapper and now he plays pop punk uh-huh. and he's got over a billion streams on YouTube Uh-huh. and... It was just, um, the doc was okay. I wish it had a little more of his background because I really liked the old stuff. What
0: the fuck did they talk about for an hour and 45 Dude, it really minutes.
1: focused on, like, everything from, like, 2019 to, like, now, basically. Okay. So, he released, like, two records since 2019 or since 2020. 2019, he released a record called, um, Diablo. And that's actually pretty good. That's a rap record. It's fucking, it's got some really good fucking songs. It's a good workout record, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, Tickets to My Downfall was his one in 2020, I think, or 2021. And then he released another one right after that. That just came
0: out like a few weeks ago. I think a few months the ago. The pop punk stuff.
1: So it really they made this stock pretty fucking fast because there's a lot of like recent
0: footage. So it's it just they've always got someone with a camera following him around kind of deal. And, you know, it's
1: that it's that era now, you mm-hmm. know, where like, I mean, if you go on the guy's Instagram, he probably posts five times a day and yeah. like you know, all this stuff. And there's always, pro, you know, promotional people behind his stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, he fucking he plays his own songs. He writes his own shit. He's in the studio nonstop. I thought this was interesting when they were writing the first pop album, you know, the 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 blink 182 sounding, yeah. you know, shit. He had he hired two engineers because he knew he would be just working like around the clock and maybe sleeping like 4 hours at a time. So he hired two engineers to kind of just keep so picking up just-
0: bring him just, in just and and
1: whenever he needed he just had him on retainer at all times so he didn't just have one guy we're meeting from nine to five or whatever yeah. so i thought that was kind of crazy that's and i haven't really heard have that to
0: like screw someone for 24 hours yeah just like it's and also like fuck the their brain up i mean have yeah. the guy
1: just like you know listening to the same yeah, you shit. can't make good decisions you can't like that. you can't and maybe he hasn't either i don't know um talk about his gear let's talk gear because it's you know that's the story i mean people can hate on him I think, he, I, th- I think he's a true musician. I, I
0: honestly do. I'm surprised The guy hear, can play guitar. This was not what I was expecting when you said I was going to hate it. I could I didn't know what to expect. Oh, well- I also didn't know that he had his own self-produced uh, autobiographical documentary. Yeah, y'all. yeah. And uh, I also wasn't expecting you to necessarily go to bat for MGK right now. So it's an interesting yeah, development. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not hating. I'm, here's just, uh, I want, I'm just a little I, I just want to go to bat because there's really no reason to hate the guy other than you just like- you could, I'm allowed to dislike
1: him if I- if Sure, I'm you don't bat, have to like yeah. his music- um, but, you know I, and I respect Palm kind of a douchebag because he's yeah, kind of a douchebag. but yeah, I, I guess he's okay. I mean he's okay yeah um yeah he dresses like weird and shit right. you know but is that a reason to like you know not like somebody I don't know but anyways I don't love the guy I don't really hate him I'm kind of just like interested I think he's an interesting person I uh-huh. think you know, if you're getting a billion plays, you're doing something right. Hey,
0: we're talking about his ding dong daily. Yeah, dong. we're
1: talking about him. I will say this there were some good gear
0: spots. Let's hear it.
1: Um, I'll just put it on the bass side, though. I got to be honest. Because I'll is. start with the your bass, bass boy His bass player, who's also his producer or one of his producers, he uh, he plays a white Ibanez. Mm. Was it like a sound gear? Just like a sound gear. Mm. Like kind of basic, four string, nothing really. Yeah.
0: Just you know who else does? Carol K. So, yeah. Works for her. She has like a cool 80s one, though. So. With like
1: foam and stuff yeah, on there. Yeah. Carol K rules. Um, First thing they show when they're recording uh, a PRS gold flame top. So it's like a it's like a gold top, but it's got the flam- flames, the flame. Weird. Well, you know, like the uh, the quilty kind of. But it's
0: usually because qu- typically gold top is like a an yes. opaque finish. So exactly. It's hard to see the this wood. was
1: a gold colored, but with that PRS like dead flame, dead flame. Yeah, uh, interesting. it looked kind of nice in the studio lights, but I'm not a PRS guy. Uh, and bird inlays, so I think it was like one of the more you know higher end. It's not an SE custom or something. Uh, he plays, so he did all these videos when quarantine hit. He was doing a lot of guitar videos. He was covering songs, oh, okay, like while filming himself and being like, "I learned this song," just like dumb covers, like Chili Peppers and shit like that. And uh, so he's got a bunch of guitars. Um, the one that stood out the most, he has a a black, he has a black Guild, like a uh, Countryman. Okay. And then he's got a gold top one, which I you don't see very many. You of don't those. ever really see so that. That was kind of badass. So they must be like custom shops or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, they used in the studio for his albums. I think for both of them, um, a black Gibson Les Paul custom.
0: Okay, uh, newer could, one.
1: Could uh, I don't know. I couldn't really tell. Yeah. But it looked like it could have been an older one, and a seventies, if anything. Uh, Telecaster Deluxe was in the studio, and then obviously the the pink telestyle style Schecter, yeah. which is kind of his signature right. guitar, which. Yeah, I, I forgot it was a Schechter, because I was kind of like I didn't look it up. Kind of like you know, finished watching it and came over here. But uh, I wonder what those cost. Like they're probably. I only think a couple they're hundred pretty bucks. cheap. I think they're like five hundred. Because I mean, if he's going to play to his demographic, the smart move would be like let's make an Overseas affordable guitar. guitar for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and then uh, you know they didn't show a lot of amps. I think the bands pretty much you know front of house type like straight to the monitors. Direct and
0: stuff bowls like that. Yeah. snarks.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Hey, I, I like it. I like I like direct sound. The other
1: thing I, I didn't care for with the doc was it was just way too out of order. Like it's like, it's like 2020 and then it goes to like, and not in the cool way that like last dance did it where where they show the the timeline. That was kind of like, that made more sense. This was all over the place. Like he starts talking about his childhood, like, or not his childhood, but like his, you know, his teenage days when he started rapping like in downtown Cleveland and like these shitty, you know, neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. uh, in like towards the end of the movie. I'm kind of like, oh, that would have been cool to put in the beginning. I think it gives you a little more credit, but at the beginning it's just like him like running around, like. You know, smoking a, a blunt in a van, dude. Or, the guy, I yeah. don't know. I mean, you, you know, you you like to touch the marijuanas. I don't know how people can smoke like that, dude. The guy's always got a fucking blunt in his hand. I'm yeah. like, well, How are you even? Do you build a function? That's man. crazy. Yeah, that's dude. wild. I mean, I guess people could say the same thing about beer, but I don't know. I, at some point, it knocks me out. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought you know, uh, it's a great doc for the the fans will love it for sure because there's tons of backstage mm-hmm. stuff, tons of inside stuff. You know, him it sounds like
0: it made you a fan.
1: Being interviewed, I would say. I've gained respect sure. for him. And rather than just seeing this douchebag dressed in a pink sweater, like I'm like, all right, this guy, he's got talent. Like he can play fucking music. He's touring nonstop all mm. the time, playing these huge festivals. That's gotta take a toll on anybody. I don't think I could do something like
0: that. Yeah, that's so, big of you, Dave. I'm proud of you. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I I It's been always a growing pe- moment for you in Dave's doc.
1: It has. I mean, look, dude, you know, and and I I told you I said I could either watch only the docs I want to yeah. about the artists that I truly want, which right. are the most fun. Mm-hmm. But then once in a while, I got to be like, let's just try something that I don't really know much about. Get out guy. of your comfort zone. I knew bit. he was a rapper. I, I, I've i listened to a couple of his rap albums. I kind of forgot pretty that he was a rapper because yeah. of the pop punk. And they're kind of this cool, aggressive, you know, hard hitting rap. But um, I will say one more thing that happened was he got in a beef with Corey Taylor of
0: Slipknot. I vaguely recall. And this, this is when
1: this is kind of when. uh people like really started hating on him. Like the Slipknot fans were like, fuck you, mm-hmm. and, you know, but what I, what happened was according to machine gun Kelly in his own documentary, he was a fan of Slipknot and he found out cause he had a lot of guests do his record, you know, just guest vocals on a lot of his records mm-hmm. and stuff. And he got Corey Taylor to record. I don't know. I think they might've done it remotely or something like that.
0: Oh, I remember, I remember
1: this. And happening. According yeah. to him, he's like, Hey man, now he's a control freak. I will give him that, uh, MGK is big time. You know, it's his record. That's okay. Do what you want, yeah. And I guess Corey Taylor recorded it. He's like, I like it, but I've got a few notes on a few
0: things. And Corey Taylor was like, fuck you. That's that according to you know I've watched I watched an interview where Corey Taylor talked about it and said that, that that's not like he said that, that that's not how it happened and that it was a little more. Yeah. You know, he was trying to work with them and they he never heard back. So, you they, know, I'm both, sure the truth sits. I guess. they're the Yeah, I was
1: going to say they're kind of telling the same story. Exactly. Then. And then, of course, so MGK didn't put him on the record. Yeah. And then I think when he found that out that he wasn't on it, he was like, all right, dude, fuck this guy. Like, yeah. I, you know, I which, by the way, for Corey Taylor, you know, to record vocals on someone's song is a lot of work. You know, you got to set up studio totally. time. Totally. You got to put in the effort. I think he still got paid for his time at least. He must have, yeah, yeah, because I feel like that would have been... Uh, more out there if that was the mm-hmm. you know the thing so anyways the Slipknot fans definitely hated him I mean look dude the guy got like pelted with like glass bottles and shit and yeah. like sticks people fucking hate the guy so I'm gonna shout one out I'm gonna pull one out for
0: MGK today dude, how many pink schecters are you giving this documentary I'm
1: giving it an eight out of ten
0: as far as a doc <laughs> okay. goes
1: eight out of ten machine guns that's a lot yeah I know that's a, I gave that's it a, a high rank well it was well done as far as a doc goes uh-huh. Be- besides the timeline thing there was a lot of cool footage a lot of like high quality footage obviously yeah. it's all like you know recent um, and it kind of won me over on his side. So I think you, if you can do that, even with your own doc, uh, more power to it's you. Good yeah. job. I lo- so I'm do it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think... I don't think any of our listeners will watch it, but if you end up watching it, and you want to write us and tell us what you think. Yeah, I'd, let us know
0: what you think. Maybe yeah. I'll watch it eventually at some point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. Probably there's probably a, probably a way better list of ones you haven't watched. Yeah, yet. it's weird. I have Hulu and I and I never even think to open it. I just I don't know why. It's well, like my Well, I think round. that Under the Volcano might might be on Hulu. It is. And at that one, you got to watch. I need
1: to watch That is so good. I do. Need it's still to watch one of my that. favorites of the year that I've watched for sure. Oh, there's just the list keeps on a
0: growing. So what do we got to talk well, about? We say? got some future gear to talk about. We got a couple pieces of gear, and then we've got. A little. We got a main segment. We've got. We've got a little bit of a reader, li, reader, a little bit of a listener proposed challenge for us. I love it, David. So Fuck yeah, dude! Talk about a couple new pieces of gear that were just announced, and then we're gonna talk about a freaking challenge. So, uh, first of all, of all, I don't know if you saw this, but Strymon, this is a big, big, big deal. They've announced V two updates of six of their most famous pedals. Cool, Dave. Uh, that would be the Deco. El Capistan, you know that's a big boy that everyone loves. Flint, Dig, Lex, and Blue Sky. So and these, these are, are software are, updates. No, these are full brand new pedal updates. Oh shit! Yeah, so okay. they're and these are the so of course, like to your point, like all Strymon pedals are digital, right. but these aren't the the sort of big three switch ones. These are the two switch ones, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, so um, they've maintained most of what people like about all the stuff, and then and then added things so one of the complaints about the previous uh versions was that they had a lot of sub features that you could access only by like holding one foot switch down and then turning a knob they've added a next another knob on the front of all the pedals so now there's a sixth knob on there and and that and usually it's I, I think that the the goal was to kind of put include the one there it's different per pedal so you they tried to include the one that make that people were trying to get to the most as a sub okay sort of menu deal got it um Smart. a couple other things so it's, at first, they're saying that's an all-new pedal platform. So it's got full stereo in and out, which it didn't always have before. Now it has USB-C, which allows you to either do firmware update or, and this is probably the biggest thing for people, it now has MIDI. So these pedals Whoa. before didn't have full MIDI connectivity. You, I mean, you could do stuff with like a Strymon favorite switch to get some more presets or whatever, but now it has full MIDI control. Uh, which we'll come back to a little bit uh it now has a jpeg uh, jpeg <laughs> as a j fat input buffer so you know sort of not exactly the same like we we're talking about last week with that pedal that had the sort of like pickup simulator built into it so everything would sound the same it's not quite a pickup simulator but it has a buffer now so it's actually a really good sounding thing that you want to have in your pedal they did that people wanted before so it's good that they have that as trs midi expression and 300 presets per pedal now, which hmm. is wild. So, you can have your full MIDI controller on your board, like your switcher or whatever, have it switched in loops, and then also be sending it up to three different preset patches That's on there, sick, which is dude. wild. And yeah. so, each of them now also have new sounds included, you know, extra features, functionality. It'd be too much for me to try to get into all six pedals right now, but I did actually watch the Strymon demo and they uh, went through all six pedals. It was like a 15 20 minute video. And uh, it, they sound great. I mean, of course, they, they already did sound great, but they've now sort of tweaked all the functionality to the point where it's like, okay, now I I want them again. Yeah, you don't have a Strymon, right? I do not currently own any Strymon yeah. pedals. And I almost bought off of a friend of ours uh, his used El Capistan recently, and then I decided, you know, I, I kind of want a bigger, more full-featured delay. That We're in this, like, delay renaissance yeah. right now, foreshadowing. It's time to
1: hold out for... Waiting for one of these really crazy. Maybe ones
0: one. Stuff. Maybe it's one of the Strymans. Uh, and the pedal and then and the prices are all the same as what they were before. They're between most of them are three seventy nine. I think yeah. two of them are three forty nine. Okay. So, uh, but dude, the fact that they have USB C, so like not only can you do send like MIDI, it's over TRS. So you'll need a little adapter from any sort of standard MIDI thing. Because it has USB C, you can plug these freakers into your computer and automate every single one of the knobs. That's fucking cool. So not only can you do it from the computer, you can also then. Plug an expression pedal in, control any of the parameters that you want with an expression pedal. Dude, we are in that. I mean, between that and some of the ones we talked about the last few weeks, like we are just in this computer-controlled age right now. We sure are computer age, dude. That's we're gonna we're gonna talk about that as well. I want to talk about a a microphone before we talk about another pedal, though, because you sent this to me, and I think this is very exciting. Lewitt Audio has unveiled this future gear. perfect technology for us to talk about where they're basically working on microphones with swappable capsules for live use. It's pretty cool. It's pretty insane. It's like this modular microphone design where basically it's the, it looks sort of, you know, when it's in use, it looks like a sort of like regular microphone. It's Mm -hmm. got just like a one inch capsule it's a condenser microphone but it's, it's designed for live vocals on stage right and so it's got uh, over 90 percent rear rejection which is massive uh it like we talked about it has this detachable capsule we're going to talk about why that's important later it has switchable polar patterns low cut and atten- attenuation uh this is interesting it has a cupping safe design so they they know that a lot of singers love to grab the mic and like rappers and stand up so they're like working on they they included technology to make that not as big of an issue which i think is fantastic here is why it's exciting though you can because it's a modular capsule you can either use it as a sort of standard wired onstage microphone like you normally would with and that and it includes the Hand, You know, the handle essentially because that's really all it is right at that point. It's just like a little bit of circuitry. Sure. But all the all the main the main stuff is happening up in the capsule up top. Plug it in with an XLR or the way that it's designed that it screws off. It's now compatible with most wireless. That's cool. Trans uh, transmitters, including all sure. Compatible system. so they're
1: expanding their demographic big time.
0: Big right? time. If you already have like the base wireless part of a sure microphone, you can screw this capsule on the top of it, and now you've got a much potentially better sounding, higher fidelity and microphone. I can't think of anybody
1: that does that. I can't. No, I could. I don't I have yeah. no idea. Um, and, and and think about that, because if you were like
0: just a wireless guy, and you're like, this is all I use. I'm never going back to cord at that point, right? Well, and it's yeah, and and so the the interesting part is like, so it's it's for the live sound guy. And right now, if you want to work on this with Lewitt, you can apply to be a beta tester. <laughs> yeah. at, if you're a live sound engineer right dude. now, go to their website uh, until, actually until July 7th, so this is coming out on the 4th of July. Oh yeah, happy 4th of July, people. Oh yeah, happy 4th of the the July, everybody. Really. Uh, you've got a few days from now if you want to to participate in the yeah. beta program. Uh, they're trying, right now they're targeting Q4 2022 for a release on these mics. And we so don't no, have no, a price. No price or yeah. anything yet. How,
1: what do you think? You, what do you think they'll cost? I, dude, that's a really good question. With all no of these idea. other options and stuff? I, mean, I think
0: because, well, uh, assuming that it doesn't come with the wireless transmitter itself if you just get like a wired version yeah i know that lewitt in general targets a lower price point so right because I, I, s- I saw their product list and i was like oh these
1: are actually most affordable. of them are really affordable they have some really expensive ones too, sure right? i would say 599 yeah i was gonna say guess. in like the the three to five hundred dollar range yeah. because it just does more than like a
0: typical maybe 499 yeah. yeah i don't know it's tough i don't i have no idea it seems it seems interesting i think it's a really unique idea it's something i haven't seen before yeah Sounds like perfect stuff. Could that be freaking a good future? Gear. Good gearbuds future, yeah, gear segment. dude. Uh, one more piece of gear we need to talk about before this challenge, that we're about to throw down on All ourselves right. because another freaking amazing delay pedal came out. Come on, I know, dude, guys. I what don't know this? what's once happening. a week. What are we doing? Here? And this is from our friends at Wampler. Oh, and Wampler just big makes fans. Brian Wampler just makes amazing stuff. Big fans. He, I really like his YouTube content too, because he, he's not afraid to bring other people, uh, competitor pedals, you know, a bunch of different types of gear. It's not always just all about Wampler stuff, but because he has such a good ear and engineering background, he's, he just makes re- everything that they make sounds so good. Yeah. And so this new pedal is called the metaverse which, you know, that's a little on the nose for the day and age that we're in. But that's fine, because that's they're a little on the nose with a lot of this stuff. It looks similar to another pedal that came out recently called the Terraform, which was their sort of uh, full multi-effect, but all sort of modulation multi-effect pedal. This is 11 different delays in a fully programmable, preset-capable, stereo in and out, full MIDI, expression input for any parameter pedal. Okay, uh, It's got three foot switches and a bunch of knobs on there no screen like a little you know like a little number screen but no like fancy oled or anything like that but it's still it's not a very it's not as big as like a you know strymon timeline or something like that it's not quite that big it's it's a larger pedal but it's 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 small it's actually pretty small for all the stuff that you get in there uh there's a couple really interesting things about first of all like i said i mean it just sounds fucking dope like everything that i've never heard a wampler pedal that I. i was just about to say
1: they all sound great
0: uh it's um it's feature packed by design though it's not about like i mentioned no menu like it's it's by design to like be able to get to good sounds with your fingers pretty quickly without having to menu dive and do all that sort of stuff but they are super deep and here is the other really exciting part about it it includes for free an uh, au vst3 plugin compatible with pretty much any DAW for free. So anybody that buys their pedal now also gets basically like the digital version of that pedal for your computer for free. They're gonna sell it separately for that's 50 fucking bucks. badass. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So like so you can cool. have the hardware, you ha- or you just run it in your in your DAW, and you can like set up you know MIDI control to like automate that's things so and do whatever. Cool. So it all that's to just such to each a nice other.
1: thing to do. I love that. It's it's for so thoughtful yeah.
0: and but also even if I don't ever get a delay pedal, I'm like man, maybe I might want to get that plugin too because yeah. it's if 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 it sounds. Ninety percent as good right. as that freaking pedal! Oh my god, that would be amazing yeah. for fifty bucks. So that's fucking great, man. I thought that was super cool. Uh, it's free if you you just have to register for a warranty online and then okay. you get to download. So I would do that. Um, but man, it's it, we are lousy with delay options these days. Somebody's <laughs> gonna need to buy all the new delays that have come out. And in just do a shootout and just like yeah. here's all of them. Let's let's go. like test. Yeah.
1: Epic poem length, guys. Send us all your delay pedals. Yeah. We will, Everyone we'll in the
0: world, send us your delays. From the the your last delay. six episodes that we've talked about delay pedals. Oh, or more, more, geez yeah. I mean, it's, it really feels like there've been so many. I mean, it's, every week, I couldn't so even. Way. I couldn't even begin to start naming. Well, all
1: and them. it's funny because you know you were just saying you're kind of, kind of maybe on the hunt for a new delay, and you just
0: don't know, don't know which one yet. I I thought it might be that Maris, but this one also is hard to pass up. I don't know. I yeah. I just need to get them all in a room and play them <laughs> all. So that's been the gear part of future gear, but now we get to have a little challenge because one of our other listeners, our good friend from Black Worm Instruments up in, I believe Bozeman, right? In yeah, I think so. Montana yeah. uh, was like, "Yo, check it out! You, you guys have done the thing where it's like, hey, you, we've got a certain X amount of money gigs tonight. You got to put the rig together. Sure, the thousand dollar challenge. Right. Yeah. Here is he's he has set us a new challenge that we're gonna have to do right now. And I okay. would imagine we're just gonna have to do this on Reverb. And okay. Do the thing where we just go quiet on it yeah. for a while. I'll edit that out and edit then we'll that jump out, back yeah. in. So here's the, here's the twist. Right, what do we got? 8k. Okay. For the rig. A nice. For a rig. For a rig. So I'm, you'll do a bass rig. I'll do a guitar rig. Okay. And by that we'll mean an instrument, an amp, however you want to do head and cab, whatever. Um, we'll say Any at least a pedal, but the, the reason I haven't committed to a number yet is because it can't be anything from a major factory or vintage. So, essentially, uh, the boutique rig challenge. Ah, uh, Yeah. We'll just assume, like... Wait, wait. What's... Okay, so... So, we've not, got 8K. So, we'll just assume that you've got, like... Uh, Like what would would be an
1: example of a guitar that's not boutique or vintage? I mean, sorry, that is only boutique. So it
0: can't be Fender, Gibson, PRS, like something that's like made by a smaller builder. Right. um, Okay. Just boutique, but and it'll have to. We'll have to be a judgment call. So let's say this: like if you feel like, as we're going through this right now, and and it might be borderline, maybe have a backup. Okay. You know what I mean. How much time do we have? As much as we need. Let's try to do it in like five ten minutes. yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to get my phone. I like it. Boutique challenge 8k feel free to play along with us at home if you want to press pause right now Then come back to it. Uh, come yeah, back with us. That'd be fun. Cool
1: and tell us what you find Okay, Let's I'm in I'm, no cheating Henry no cheating. This How does time. one cheat? Well, you had you did like a loophole last time we pl- you bought your own gear or something like that. <laughs> You bought your own
0: guitar. remember? Well, what if I already have <laughs> you can't what no. if I already have a boutique amp that I fucking love No, you got to buy something new. Okay, so you're telling me that I can't go Balthazar. No. Oh. No. Fuck. Okay.
1: Let's let's have a little fun here. Everybody knows you love the Balthian. Shout out to Balthazar amps. They make some of the best products
0: ever here in Chicago. I think I'm going to stick. All right, great. Are we ready? Yeah. Put definitely. those freaking headphones back on, boy. Right, All right. So how do we want to do this? So here is a reminder. 8K challenge, boutique, not vintage, not uh freaking big companies. Yeah. We got to put a, you put a bass rig together. I put a guitar rig together. Yeah, I didn't buy any tone tubes. We already got those. We got no, we've got players. plenty of tone tubes. Yeah. We've got a pedal board and a power supply and all sure. that stuff. This was an instrument, an amplifier, and maybe as many some pedals, pedals as, as you many can pedals you can get after that. Okay, so leftovers. do you want to go first, or how do we want to? Do you want to go back and forth? Maybe just start, you yeah. do your bass. I'll do my guitar. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you go first.
1: Okay, I'm, this was the. By the way, and I, I will say this took the the majority of my money. Oh, same. Um, yeah. my my bass. And I think you're gonna like this one. Okay. What now is it? they,
0: you know, they were a company, but they're. I would. I would consider them boutique. Before we get into the base, did you have like a after? Did a, you have like a like a tactic in mind when you're like, how oh, I'm gonna approach this? Did you already have anything at saw, you were thinking total, about? Total, or did you just brain like freeze, fly and total bravery. Fly melt, Okay. Total meltdown. I like see your pants. I
1: couldn't think of anything that I like more than like Fender and Gibson I know, and stuff. Same. So I was kind of like. Oh, and then like an L was like, oh, an, uh, an orange amp, you know. I mean, I guess you could say like Mad Amp at the time was a boutique, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I, you know, they became Orange. That was I didn't, you know, yeah, I, I wasn't going to go that route. I wanted to go true boutique, some something somebody built in a shop um, with their with them bare hands. So I think this is boutique enough because it is technically it's uh, vintage-y. It's an eighty seven. Okay. So with the base, I went with I went with a Padula Buzz base.
0: Oh, Padula! Check this bitch dude, out. Dude. What is it?
1: And I wish we could have like
0: some photos. Posted. I know. We could, we could post them on something. She's
1: a beaut, man. Look at that. Oh,
0: dude, with that, that orangey flame. And it's got the weird like wiener like horn at the top. The wiener horn. Yeah. Look at that wiener horn. Oh, though. It's, it's just like the reverb logo. logo. Well, yeah. So that's the, okay. that's the base. How much is it?
1: Uh, $6,100. Okay. Yeah. I've played these before. Look at that flaming neck. It's, it's good looking. Oh, that is good looking. Um, I've actually played a, a Padula Buzz Bass before, and they're fucking awesome, dude. Um, I don't know why my stuff isn't loading right now. That
0: you went hard. That is an expensive bass for an eight K rig. So there's
1: a whole there's a whole shot for you. Okay. So yeah.
0: um, it, it looks like you'd be on uh, you'd be fit right in with like a some sort of like a eighties fusion group. I was or gonna say eighties like jazz fusion, or maybe even like reggae wind and fire. Yeah,
1: it funk reggae style. Uh, so it has like the PJ setup. Uh, I believe they're Active Electronics at the time, like mm-hmm. probably EMGs or something. Um. Yeah, I played one at Guitar Center of all places once, like when I was in college, and I fucking loved it. And it was fretless at the time. They really actually sold more fretlesses than fret than fretted bases of oh, this particular model. And uh, it's called the Buzz or something. It's
0: called a Padula Buzz. The model's the Buzz Bass. That's. I mean, that's kind of like I know you don't want buzz in your bass. You don't want you know? buzz. It's a, kind know? of like uh the the Padula uh, broken truss rod. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? It's like, uh, why is it buzzing, there, It's the Buzz Bass. Um, that's a good one. Okay, Thanks, wow, man. I would not yeah. have come up with Padula. Dude, I actually, that? I went wall. I wanted oh, yeah, to find a wall. Right, those are expensive, right? There, yeah,
1: they're like eight grand to start. Mm-hmm. And I also thought about Ritter. Was another like those are like them. handcrafted works. Oh, of
0: art. you've shown me those before. They're super dead.
1: Yeah, like they're insane. Like they make one that has like no knobs or pickups on it. It just looks like a stealth. It's like that's, all blacked that's out. It's cool.
0: pretty. It's like. It looks like you could just like slide on a sheet of glass yeah. across the
1: thing. So uh, what did you go with?
0: Okay. So uh, I also struggled with this mightily. Uh, and you then re- remember that I you know, used to work for Guitar or guitar Center, Chicago oh. Music Exchange. And we had a lot of boutique builders and stuff that I got to meet in there. And I was trying to like run through those in my head. And at first, I was like, oh, wait. I want a Travis Bean guitar. The cheapest one that I found, I think, is like $11,000. Oh, my so God. Are they that much? They're that expensive. Uh, and then I was like, wait a second. Former guest on this show castadosa guitars Carlos oh, Lopez. tight move those are also too expensive for uh this do they have some of those for sale th- you can they're like seven grand did you find so, one on reverb uh no but i just have seen what they i see what they have sold for yeah. and so i didn't want to only have a thousand dollars left for the rest of my rig good call so going down the list i was like what can i think of yeah because you're not really i mean there? when i think of you and guitars i don't really think of you as like a boutique oh did you get a Tosin? That's a good, that that would have been cool if I wanted to like completely change how right. I play guitar. Right. I didn't get there, but I, that would <laughs> I, that that would actually left left me a lot more money for the yeah rig. no shit. Uh. So then I was like, wait, I know. and Then I thought about electrical guitar company, but then I was like, well, I have actually played a bunch of those, and I didn't really super love how the necks feel. Then I started thinking about, wait a minute, there's this whole world of like built guitars, which you know Nels Klein plays a bunch of people play. Okay. And then I was like, wait a second, I know what I want. I want a freaking Novo guitar. And so then, to be truthful, if I was actually going to do this, I would probably get something customized by them because then I would be able to get all spec for spec exactly what I want. But I did find a listing for a guitar I like very much. And let me pull that up for let you me, here. Let me bring in my, my bat eyesight. I want you know, to come over here. Um, get my – get a your tone? photos loading Watch list. Yeah. Photo's just awesome. uh, so um, I found two. One, the first one was much more expensive. I probably would go for something that looks, looks a little bit more like this one. But then the second one I found was more affordable. So even that is still $4,000. And I t- chose the Novo Select Sirius H2, which is this guitar right here. Oh, it's kind it's of sort like a of, Jazzmaster style? It's sort, of, it's sort of like a Gibson-y, fender sm- oh. mix-up thing. Uh, it's got humbuckers. I couldn't find the scale length, which is one of the things I w- said that I would definitely is want. Is this vintage? No, those are that's a new company. Is uh, it Relic? It looks like probably it's slightly Relic. The yeah, they stuff. do that yeah. sort of stuff. That's kind of cool. Um, it Netflix used to be nice, Fano, Dennis Fano guitars, and then he sold the Fano name. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. we actually met those people. Yeah, we name, met him. Yeah. And then he um, started Novo guitars, and these are still like boutique, you know, handmade. You went deals. with the Bolty. You know, looks when like it comes down to when it comes down to the like boutique les paul type things of the world yeah uh with with set next those also get like real ridiculous oh, yeah. expensive for the things that i would probably be looking at so uh that was my guitar i think i could do a lot with it this i'll show you this is like this is probably closer to what i would get if i uh i like that got it custom yeah but um, i like that one more it's also this one's like six thousand, so okay. I went with the cheaper one for the sake. I figured of you, a you'd want to have rate. some money for an amp. So how much was that one? That guitar was four thousand dollars. Okay, great. Which is, I think you know, that's probably more expensive, honestly, than they are from the factory. But that's just yeah. how the guitar market and, is and, right now. And
1: I remember that on the thousand dollar challenge, we did do a similar thing where maybe it was two thousand. dollars I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but we had to get to the gig. And yeah, we had to, to get to the gig. Uh, but I, I remember, I think we both spent like half our allowance on the guitar itself. Did
0: anyway. we? Oh wow! I guess that is yeah. quite literally half of yeah. I think we did the same allowance. thing because wow. you bought
1: like a you bought like a Les Paul tribute or something like that for like twelve hundred. I, I can't. Even we remember were on uh, Craigslist. I think that I think might have been a was. Craigslist. Yeah, it game. was. But Craigslist it was a fair game. Yeah.
0: Okay. So sick. What's uh? What let's let's let's, let's do, talk pedals. Yeah, I was gonna let's say let's save the amps for the end. We'll how many how many pedals did you get to include? I bought two. Okay, so I'll I'll just say I got three. Okay, you open and still had. I could have gotten like another pedal for sure. I think
1: I could have too. I didn't do the math. I'm d- really bad d- at it. I
0: could have gotten a couple more pedals, but at least another decent one. I did spend a lot of money on one of them. I'm gonna start with the cheapest one first.
1: By the way, we didn't
0: buy tuner pedals because we, we didn't use tuners. our clip-on tuners. We were all, all times all, all, never taken off multiple head still. clip-on tuners. <laughs> leave I leave them all on, on your head on head my head Schwanson. Dude, okay, this, I have to admit, I sort of cheated on this one because this is a pedal that I do own, Okay, uh, and that is the Cattle and Bread Karma Suture Fuzz, Okay, because I need a harmonic percolator type thing, that pedal sounds as good or even maybe better than any and of those the other harmonic percolators I have, and right? I found one for a hundred bucks. What? what? Yeah. Dude, I should buy that you right now. You should buy it right now. It's a great pedal, uh, and a great fucking deal. I, th- I paid less on that, but that was because I bought it when I what could get cheaper stuff days? from CMEs. Borrow mine. Check it out. Oh, I'm going to the space. Take that. Take that with you. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. You don't mind? Not at all. Okay, cool. I, I will. insist. All right, thanks. Uh, so that's my first pedal. It's hundred bucks, dude. And and I will say that like my pedal choices were completely. It was. I need to get the guitar and amp that I really, really need and yeah. want, and then how much do I have left to sort of make the pedal thing work? Right. That was sort of my approach right. for this.
1: And you use a lot more pedals
0: than me, so I'm sure for you, I like I, I like a drive, I like a fuzz, and I like yeah. a delay. Like that's kind of my core of. As long like, as you have those, you're good. I can I can usually and, figure. And stuff did out. you?
1: I guess there's not many boutique. Oh, multi-
0: I know what other pedal I want. I'm going to see if I can give it for the price. But keep okay. talking. There's
1: not a lot of boutique like multi effects pedals, right? I don't even think.
0: That's a great question. There are that would have
1: been an easy like. You know, fix to the problem,
0: but I don't think there's many boutique makers that. The I'll spoil that I did get a delay, but and the delay that I got has modulating type stuff in it too. That's pretty cool. So So that's just a bonus, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's your What's your first pedal? Okay, so this is fun. I'm I'm sorry, I'm cheating. I'm trying to find the pedal that I want. Um.
1: When I was looking for synth pedals. Um, and before I bought the, which is funny, I could have, I guess I could have bought another Meridian. You do need a
0: synth pedal. And I was wondering if you were just going to choose the one that you have already. Nah. I, uh,
1: I was looking at videos of this one, but it was too much. Well, it's actually the same price that I spent on my Meridian, but I thought the Meridian was just cooler and more unique. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, Panda is the
0: company. Panda. Oh Panda yeah. Audio. yeah dude. And Panda Audio. And it's the future sick. impact, uh, oh, synth. dude, that pedal is so good. I watched demos of oh this my God. and I really wanted one, but I yes. didn't want to
1: spend like $300 on one and i found one for $300. So that's I what i my, bought. I found my pedal. And that does some wacky synth stuff, man. Like overdrive synth all the way to like a weird like bloopy bloop uh bit crusher duty
0: do. Do you think you could get the the like the the sounds that you're getting already from your first uh, pedal, some I think, pedals from that?
1: I think I will with the pe- other pedal that i got.
0: I would have to, have oh, to combine Oh, a little combination. Okay. okay. All right, i'll i'll go with my next pedal um which I, i'll just tell you i found in real time. Uh, going back up the order I realized as I was thinking as I was saying this out loud, I was like oh I need overdrive fuzz delay I also have quite grown quite fond of having uh like a pitch shifter like that whammy that I have but I couldn't get the I, as I was looking now I couldn't get the full whammy because that's too expensive for the amount of money that I had left over but I could get the whammy ricochet which essentially is so a now it's the whammy without the so whammy is boutique Oh fuck! Digitech isn't boutiques, dude. You're damn, busted. damn busted. <laughs> All right, fine. You're fair. You're right. No, I can't, uh, I can't include it. That
1: sucks. But you know that was kind of more of an extra one, right? For fun.
0: That's right. Okay, fine. That no, dude. Thanks for keeping me honest. All yeah. right, here we go. I'm gonna go back to my watch list. My next pedal, then uh ramping up i'm gonna go um, this is my most expensive pedal and i wanted to be kind of a dick with this one so i could i no this is yeah this still would have been the one that i got uh i needed an overdrive and i was like well what's what is the boutique overdrive pedal it's a freaking klon and so i found the klon ktr i was surprised to even find one for this cheap 6.99 Whoa. Uh, they're new. They're like three fifty or something like that. But I mean, they go for a lot more than that. And yeah. then the original ones are go like for thousands, thousand. Yeah. know. So um, that's, that's actually a pretty good deal. It's a pretty decent deal for what that Who'd is. Who'd have thought right we'd now.
1: come out here with some good deals?
0: I know. Look, I was kind of got my mind thinking about clones again. Uh, yeah, I'm getting I was on the clon up. train. Uh, so that was that. I've got, I've got. Let me do my last pedal because yeah. I've, you know, I've got one more than you. And this was the one that I'm talking about. This is a boutique company called Free the Tone, and it's Free the Tone FF1Y. Future factory rf phase modulation delay and so it's just like a sort of multi-effect super crazy cool. delay with modulation so i can who get, makes that uh, they're called free the tone they do they make some really awesome very expensive typically uh boutique delay reverb type pedals i love it yeah all digital stuff so that's great um, i've never actually played this one but i have 100 watched a bunch of videos and stuff and i really want to try it yeah um and i think with those three pedals honestly like a a fuzz a drive and a delay i could do the stuff that i i would love to have a, a pitch shifter in there as well yeah, I, know. Uh, I couldn't i off the top of my head i can't think of a good like passable boutique Fish pitch shifter, but I'm gonna actually look into that after this, cause see if there is one. Because I've been I've been so happy with the whammy, I just like haven't ever even really thought about it. Right. Mer- Maris technically is boutique, and they do pitch shifter yeah. stuff, but it's also quite expensive. So yeah, and
1: it, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of thing, too. That's I mean, right, if you, you know what you like. But for the boutique challenge, for the boutique challenge, it's very hard. What's your next pedal? Uh, now I've never heard of this company. Okay, um, they're called Gremlin, mm. and this is a, a pedal. This is an overdrive or bass distortion, uh, also fuzz. Um, it's called the System Collapse NK2 Deluxe Base Distortion. And then it says in quotes, or in parentheses, vintage rat style. So I'm assuming Ooh, that's let's kind of it. the, it's a cool looking pedal. Oh, yeah. A lot of knobs, like lot of a lot of options. Six knobs, um, two switchies. Um, I like he's even got the, like, the, the stomper. the like, bigger stompers. Big stomper buttons on there, which looks dumb. That's yeah, fun. Um, only uh, two twenty five for that guy. $8 shipping, by the way, I might add, which is, $8 shipping is
0: very cheap. Why even charge shipping at that I know, point? That's it's great. That's um, neat. I kind of like it. Uh, The description was... I like um, that you want something that you've never heard before, too.
1: Broken up glitchy to to sizzle to woolly fuzz. It's killer and will collapse your system if your shit is weak.
0: (laughs) And we're going to get to that. And we've talked about that because you're... Well, I'm sure you didn't go with something weak, but also... Yeah. uh, you, You like pedals that do their stated purpose, but then also have the opportunity to take you into maybe it's broken territory yeah like uh it sounds like it we like that. to go
1: over the bar and then find where that is and, and, then and come just back. dial it back yeah. a little um yeah and i could have gone with like chicago stomp works or something yeah. they
0: they make pedals for under 100 bucks i mean they're a great company totally
1: but i just wanted to see what was out there you I know i love
0: your dude your rig is so wild let's have okay. some fun with it yeah now do you want whose amp do you want i feel like the, how are, you, are you, do you feel like your amp is a big like you're really excited about it
1: let's do mine first because i've never even heard of it oh great okay um because honestly boutique bass amps
0: there's really not that many. What's the name of that company we met in? Burgantino? Burgantino, yeah. So I,
1: I thought about that. I mm-hmm. was like, I could just cheap out and buy And they're not cheap by any means. No. They're like, you know, and like, I, I figured Darkglass wouldn't be boutique, in my opinion. I feel like they're not There's anymore. so many yeah. now. Right. Maybe like, you know, five years ago. They're owned by somebody large. Yeah. They, Corg, in fact, that was a re- yeah, yeah a recent purchase, I think. But um, anyways, the uh, I could have gone Burgantino, which they make great stuff. I think they're down in Nashville or Tennessee somewhere, Memphis maybe. And I thought, no, let's go tube. Let's find something that like somebody built, and so I found this thing called <laughs> called Olds Cool ampli- Amplification. Okay, Olds Cool Amplification. It looks like a, a basement kind of brown face uh, with the blonde Tolex. I thought it was a handsome looking amp. It's Quite really handsome. A, it looks like a basement. Uh, technically a basement. It says guitar or bass, but I figured it's probably only fifty watts if I had to guess. Olds Cool Olds Studio cool. B, and it looks just like an old. Fender. And it's so it's always a two fifteen kind of s- cab. Yeah, I think it's a or I don't know, I didn't even really read the specs, but I grabbed uh, it. let's see. My here. choices were
0: extremely limited. Oh cabinet sold separately, Dave. Oh,
1: I failed. You failed. Damn oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't read it
0: damn you all right well i don't have money you need left to you it. need to throw you need to throw a low, direct box you in need there. to ball the padula a thousand uh, under and get yourself or like 500 right. under and get yourself well fucking...
1: i'm not going to go back in and look but i'll take the l on wow, this one for dude. Sure. oh come on that's okay Dave. it was an exciting uh it was exciting that time. was exciting wow okay uh, well, i should but have read you, the fucking old cool. oh it does have a solid state rectifier which i thought was interesting interesting um damn it Okay, only 40, I believe my forty five. You know watts. what? My
0: baseman had originally had a solid state rectifier, and then was modded to be able to use a tube rectifier, which I can switch cool. in or out. That's cool. And now, all right, I'm excited to see what you got. Yeah, I found the a, base world's dude, tough. I found a great one, and this is this is an amp that I actually really love the combo version, but because I could afford, I found a good deal on the head and cab version, and it looks fucking sick. And in general, I do prefer a head and cab to a combo. If you know, like. It's not about moving it if it's about the tone and everything. Uh, so I found the amp that I would basically between this and the Balthazar film noir. If I wanted to sell someone a real nice guitar at Chicago Music Exchange, I wanted to make sure that they were plugged into the Tone King Imperial Mark II. Nice. And I found a head and cab version with a 112 cabinet in freaking purple Tolex.
1: Oh, that's so
0: cool it's looking. So dude. sick.
1: Oh wow, that is a nice. I mean. You know me, I'm a sucker for a good looking amp. I don't even care. Can you, you imagine showing
0: like up that. to the rig, the gig with this amp and that guitar playing some Prince, dude? Playing some freaking whatever you want. <laughs> your are can handle. What are they asking on that bad boy? I, it, I lost it's track. It's just of that. one on sale for 2711. With the cab, that's with not the a ca- bad I know the combo is the combo that's what the combo costs. Normally it looks like this is like 3200, but mm-hmm. it was a, uh, you know, blue. I love and I, I would
1: prefer the option
0: without the combo just so you can switch out another cab if you Exactly. Ever I was, to. the reason I would like a combo is cuz then you can just hold it in one hand yeah. or whatever, but yeah, for this I I agree. I would just like to have yeah. that option. Damn, that's actually so not a bad So twenty seven eleven. Yeah. So with all of my things combined, four thousand dollars for the guitar, twenty seven eleven for the amp, pedal uh clown was six ninety nine. The Cattle and bread was a hundred. The uh uh free the tone was like three forty something. Yeah. I wound up uh under the eight thousand yeah. dollars by one hundred and forty six dollars.
1: Nice. Yeah. I didn't uh, add mine up. Uh, I probably shouldn't. Why don't you give them up? a little ad skis? All right, let me do that really yeah. quick.
0: Might have to edit here. Let's see.
1: Uh, $109. So, I have $109 to find a boutique cabinet. I <laughs> <laughs> but... You know what? Oh, I'll take yeah. the L on this challenge, but uh, that sure was fun. That man. was a good
0: challenge. Thank you so yeah. much. Go check out Blackworm Instruments on yeah. Instagram. It looks like all their pre-orders are sold out for a while, but if you they want a guitar build for 2024.
1: handmade wood instruments. Pretty
0: interesting stuff. Uh, and that was, man, now I kind of, I kind, you know, we did get into this. I don't know if I'd call it a rut, but you and I have, have very much, I, th- I would say, been vintage guys for a minute. And, yeah. and so now it's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of excited about the thought of like a new boutique thing. Got me out, out of my shell. Yeah. A bit, man i might be and a couple i mean i might be leaving those my watch list is all i'm saying yeah some oh yeah some were They're decent deals high. on the pedals too actually that caitlin bread was really good price. yeah i know so seriously take that one with you when you go to the space yeah i want to try it out mm-hmm.
1: what are they what are they asking for shipping on that thing it's like eight bucks or are they ten bucks really or something.
0: i think it was pretty cheap yeah
1: i'm so used to seeing like because i look at guitars so much and not pedals that i know i'm used to seeing like two hundred dollars
0: for shipping exactly. which is like insane or right if now. it's from overseas four hundred dollars it's crazy i wouldn't even buy a guitar overseas right there. <sighs> oh, No, it's wild well you yeah. know what dave that has officially to our, our buddy Emmett from the top uh, this has become a beaver so this I is think a beaver so like you be- go i mean some of this will be edited out because we did sit there for like 10 yeah. minutes quietly uh searching things on re- reverb but it's been fun uh, dude that was that was fun i you know i i we didn't get into it maybe we can talk about this next time uh but i was i was wondering if you were going to think about going the direct route and just getting like a sort of pedal amp Situation that might be next week's there. challenge. Who okay. knows? Yeah, we can uh, see. But
1: yeah, it is funny. And then now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I could have got like an emperor cab, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. There's always the after. Emperor is a good thought, emperor, yeah. tyrant cabs, you know, or dictator. They've had a bunch of names. yes, but uh, yeah, I that mean, was fun. Yeah, it was, it was so really fun, if
0: folks. If you want us to do stupid stuff, we might do it. Yeah, uh, ask us. And if you made it to the end of this episode, thank you. It was a great one. Thank Love you. hanging out with you, Dave. Love hanging out Love with you, too, listeners. buddy. And uh, why don't you go make some music?